Hello, I'm Chief Security Officer Fred Burton, and this podcast is brought to you by Stratfor, the world's leading geopolitical intelligence platform. To learn more about Stratfor Worldview, ThreatLens, or Stratfor's custom advisory services, visit us at stratfor.com. There are a lot of people that may say, hey, you know, there was a kidnapping here or there was a letter bombing there, but we're actually, you know, ripping into it, looking at the pictures, explaining uh, the device and ways to detect the device uh, so that your people won't be hurt if something's sent to you. Welcome to the Stratfor podcast, focused on geopolitics and world affairs from Stratfor.com. I'm Joshua Cook, sitting in for host Ben Sheen, and that was a short preview of today's conversation between Stratfor Vice President of Tactical Analysis Scott Stewart and Chief Security Officer Fred Burton, marking one year since the launch of Stratfor ThreatLens. Now, Stratfor launched ThreatLens last year at the 2016 ASIS International Conference to help corporate security professionals identify, anticipate, measure, and mitigate risks that emerging threats pose to their people assets and interests around the world. Both Scott and Fred will be back at ASIS this year to talk about new advancements with ThreatLens and to share their expertise on a wide range of security-related issues. Thanks for joining us for the podcast. Hi, I'm Fred Burton. I'm here today with Scott Stewart to talk about uh, our upcoming anniversary of the launch of ThreatLens. Scott, it was this time last year we were getting ready to go to the ASIS conference in Orlando, Florida, where we launched our new product. And looking back over this year, uh, how far do you think we've come and where do you see us going? Well, it's been a good year for for the product. I mean, it's been fun, uh, kind of you know, working with the team and and developing the team. And, you know, we have some some good young analysts, some some very bright people. That that's been fun. Uh, but it's also been great, just uh, you know, engaging with the clients, uh, finding out what they're concerned about, and then really doing our best to dig in to those issues and help them understand those issues in ways that they can be proactive and protect their people and their facilities against the threats that are out there. I know uh, in the course of our careers, uh, coming from um, the Protective Intelligence Division at the State Department, uh, we always had had wanted the ability to have a protective intelligence tool, which ThreatLens is. Uh, what is it that you think that sets ThreatLens apart? Well, I, I think that, you know, there are a lot of people that do uh, notifications, a lot of people that talk about, you know, what happens um, but, but one of the things that I believe sets us apart is, is kind of our laser focus on the how, really looking at, at the tradecraft elements, looking at, the, you know, the tactics, the, the, the techniques, the procedures that are being used by, you know, criminals, uh, industrial espionage actors, terrorists, and then, uh, you know, putting that into a, 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 a way that explains these acts for our, our clients and then allows them to take steps to really, you know, mitigate the threats against them. So really, you know, tactically deconstructing, you know, attacks, assassinations, uh, you know, hack attacks. Kidnappings. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, kidnappings, letter bomb campaigns, things like that uh, is different. There, there are a lot of people that may say, hey, you know, there was a kidnapping here or there was a letter bombing there. But we're actually, you know, ripping into it, looking at the pictures, explaining uh, the device and ways to detect the device uh, so that your people won't be hurt if something's sent to you. 
And, and looking back over the course of this year, uh, what do you think are some of our lessons learned that uh, we have taken away from um, client feedback uh, on the tool? Well, I mean, it, it's it's been interesting to see kind of the overwhelming response we've had to those tactical deconstruction pieces. Uh, so, you know, whether it's the piece that we did on how activists conduct pre-operational surveillance. And the graphics. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The graphics are very good. Uh, you know, some of the, the, you know, the kidnapping deconstructions, the letter bomb deconstructions, or the forecast stuff. Uh, you know, even today, you and I had a, had a meeting with a client who said they really appreciated our, our Mexico cartel forecast because it right. helped them, right. you know, understand – uh, what was going on in Mexico as far as the cartel dynamics and the landscape down there so that they could plan their security for moving their product about the country. Uh, so we, we had good feedback, and obviously we're always trying to, to get better. Um, and, and that's one of the, the things where it's nice to have those feedback loops and to be able to talk to the clients and learn about the things that, that really uh, trouble them or, or bother them and then try to incorporate that in, into what we're analyzing. Um, actually, one of the things that we're going to be rolling out, which is this Intel update, and that's going to be much more like uh, kind of like a Twitter feed. So when, especially in a, in a breaking event, it gives us the opportunity just to send short updates, short bursts of analysis. Hey, here's what this looks like. Here's what we think. Uh, here's what it means for you. I, instead of just, okay, there's been an attack here. Uh, we're going to be, you know, getting into the details there. And, and uh, we did a little bit of that with, with this Barcelona attack right. uh, recently, you know, being able to come out uh, late in the evening and say, hey, you know, this really looks like uh, it wasn't supposed to be a vehicular assault, but we had, a, a you know, a large V-bin lot. Uh, that was, you know, kind of thwarted by themselves by blowing up the, the bomb-making factory. So being able to kind of uh, get beyond just the news and, and, you know, get that analysis out quick because that's what allows, uh, well, not only the clients to stay ahead of the news cycle and ahead of the terror cycle, but it also helps them answer questions for their leadership. Uh, you know, when that, that corporate security officer, whoever is, is in a meeting and his boss says, hey, you know, did you hear about this thing in Barcelona? You know, what do you think? Uh, we give them the ability to be able to, you know, reply, you know, with some pretty quick analysis. Yeah, I know that's a very nice feature, and uh, especially with everybody on their their mobile platforms today, to be able to push or forward uh, that quick uh, analysis uh, out as to what we might think have occurred. I know we've gotten some positive feedback on that. Absolutely. We'll get back to the conversation with Stratfor's Scott Stewart and Fred Burton in just a moment. But if you'd like to learn more about ThreatLens, visit us at stratfor.com. And if you'll be in Dallas for ASIS 2017, be sure to visit us at booth 4583. Again, that's booth 4583. We'll also include a link in the show notes for more information about Fred Burton's book signing or the sessions he and Scott Stewart will be presenting, including terrorism, drivers and trends to watch in the next five years, and the risks of taking espionage out of cyber espionage. Now back to the conversation. I know from the forecasting aspect, too, uh, in light of uh, the horrific events in in Charlottesville with uh, uh, the individual that drove into the crowd, I know we were doing some forecasting leading up to that. Why don't you explain a little bit to our audience on on how we looked at that and some of our uh, analysis as to how we saw this uh, unfolding? Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't a huge revelation, quite honestly. Anybody who's been you know carefully watching uh, the United States for the last couple of years can see just kind of the polarization that's going on. 
and uh, really the, the anger that's been brewing uh, on both the you know extreme left and the extreme right. And uh, that's one of the things that we really had in our inaugural forecast for threat lens as we were looking at a year ago. How, yeah, yeah, a year ago, how, how this is going to impact not only the U.S., by the way, we, we really believe we're going to see the similar dynamic in Europe uh, of uh, an increase in violence uh, from both the extreme left, you know, the anarchist types, uh, but then also the extreme right that, you know, the ultra nationalists, the neo-Nazis, right. et cetera. So we, we think that, that it's, it's running a, a, a cycle um, you know, we, we've had cycles of this stuff in the past. You sure. know, think back to you know the '70s, where we had kind of the days of rage going on at the same time as you know the American Nazi Party under you know George Lincoln Rockwell, uh, you know the Order, and, and you know these other right wing guys at the right. same time. The, the rise of the Posse Comitatus, um, and, and we saw another spike kind of in '99, uh, where you had kind of you know the summer of hate uh, with all those anti-Semitic uh, attacks and, and murders and such. Um, at the same time that we had the Battle of Seattle in, right. in 99. So we kind of had a, a peak going there. I think, uh, you know, 9-11 took down a lot of the, the you know, the hatred and, and uh, dissent on both sides. Uh, but I think we're really seeing it swell right now to uh, alarming levels. And, and I think that, uh, you know, all of our, our readership and, and uh, our, our clients need to be really aware of this, not not only to protect themselves, uh, you know, against these, these sorts of incidents in the, in the workplace, um, but just even uh, to protect their, you know, protectees if they have executive protection, uh, you know, during these protests, or even if you have a, a retail uh, store or an office building or something that's in close proximity to one of these protests, uh, with the violence we're seeing, uh, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, just riotous type uh, behavior, or perhaps even, you know, these these vehicular attacks, shootings, bombings that are going to come, uh, you really need to, uh, you know, protect your people and your facilities from these threats. Yeah, very well said. Uh, I know, to me, it's always fascinating to look at uh, who's reading our material, and I know that as it pertains to ThreatLens, we have not only corporate clients, but we also have uh, individuals that uh, appear to be expats or international travelers and so forth, and the interesting aspect of that is you do have uh, an audience out there for ThreatLens that uh, just wants to stay abreast of what's happening but also uh, be able to go to a trustworthy kind of location where they can get uh, more than what the news has to offer, you know, some unique insight into what it might be that has transpired, whether we're talking Charlottesville or Barcelona or London or Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and it provides, I mean, in, in some of the cases, it's, it's not just about protecting your, your company, uh, but but sometimes you you know your family assets and, and other things so so there really is that uh, that interface there for NGOs as well uh, we we've brought on several NGOs as clients who have these concerns about their people and about their facilities and and honestly in this environment you know whether it's the jihadist threat uh, whether it's the anarchist threat or the white hate threat um, there are just a lot of concerns out there for for everybody whether you're a corporation an NGO or you know just a high net worth family. Yeah, as we learned a long time ago as uh, young agents, the the world is a dangerous place. And uh, I hope that the next year with ThreatLens, we can only continue to offer a very useful product uh, for our readers. Yeah, I, I hope so. And, and we're going to continue our efforts to, to provide useful, actionable intelligence that, that helps them kind of, you know, stay what we call left of the boom, sure. uh, to be able to, uh, you know, avoid attacks, avoid issues, uh, which is really what it's about. It's, it's much better to avoid something than respond to something. Well said. Uh, I think we'll leave it at that. And I look forward to the next year of ThreatLens. Thanks, Fred.
That's it for this episode of the Stratfor Podcast. Again, if you'd like to learn more about Stratfor, including Threat Lens, Stratfor Worldview, or our custom advisory services, visit us at stratfor.com. And if you'll be in Dallas for ASIS 2017, come by to say hello. We'll include a link in the show notes about how to find us. Have a comment or an idea for a future episode of the podcast? Email us at podcast at stratfor.com or give us a call at 1-512-744-4300, extension 3917. You can also leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate your feedback. And for more geopolitical intelligence, analysis, and forecasting that bring global events into valuable perspective, be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Stratfor. <laughs>